Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Friday, October 20th. Coming up, we're in the middle of Missouri's bear hunting season, only the third year the state has allowed people to kill bears. We'll hear why the season is so short and why so few people are allowed to participate. But first, some headlines. Doctors at a Kansas City hospital are still seeing community spread of COVID-19, but hospitalizations have leveled off in recent weeks. KCUR's Noah Taborda reports. Between January and August 2023, the vast majority of patients hospitalized for COVID-19 at the University of Kansas Health System were 60 and over. Of those patients, more than half were over 75. Dana Hawkinson is an infectious disease expert for the health system. He says the disease is becoming one for those most at risk, the elderly, immunocompromised, and those with comorbid conditions. And that's why it is so vitally important to have a plan. Number one, get that updated vaccine. So if you do have symptoms, test early, talk with your medical provider. Hawkinson says the updated vaccine may be available to health system patients as early as next week. A Kansas City Economic Development Agency has approved massive tax breaks for a sprawling redevelopment of the historic West Bottoms. The incentive allows developer Samara Road to avoid $68 million in property taxes over 25 years. The tax breaks will help cover the cost of all five phases of its redevelopment plan. Andrew Donchez works with the company. It's important to recognize the history, the importance of the public spaces, and the role that the West Bottoms played in the development of Kansas City. We're hopeful that we can honor that and bring that back to life. Samara Road plans to turn 17 acres and 21 buildings in the West Bottoms into apartments, offices, and commercial space. The women's soccer stadium that will be the home of the Kansas City Current now has a name. Greg Eklund has more for KCUR. With the merger of the Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern Railroads, The new branding will be displayed on what's now officially named CPKC Stadium. Keith Creel, named president and CEO of CPKC last spring, says it's important to recognize railroad history in Kansas City. We're going to honor that. We're going to build upon it. This is just another opportunity to align with an organization that's committed to the community, committed to excellence, committing to building something and making it better. Terms for the 10-year naming rights deal were not disclosed, The KC Current concluded their NWSL season earlier this month. They were not able to make the playoffs. We'll be back after this. Next Wednesday, October 25th, is the last day of Missouri's bear hunting season. It's only the third year the state has allowed people to hunt bears. Unlike other states like New Jersey, Missouri doesn't have a large bear population that needs to be thinned. Bears were actually almost extinct in the state until a few decades ago. KCUR's George Russell spoke to Missouri officials and hunters about what this year's hunt will look like. Why does Missouri allow bear hunting? So in Missouri, the hunt is uh, strictly recreational. So it's the state's position that it's not meant to control the bear population like it is in some other places. So, you know, uh, basically hunting's allowed because there's demand for it and the Department of Conservation's determined that, you know, it can be done in a really controlled way. Um, you know, at the same time, the hunt's really narrowly restricted, so it doesn't affect the rate of population growth. It's designed very carefully to, to work that way and so that it doesn't hurt bears overall as a population. So some examples of that, you know, you have to use uh, like a specific 
list of, of approved weapons. You can only hunt in certain areas. And there's, you know, pretty complicated procedures for harvesting and, and logging a kill. And most importantly, I think there's only a very small number of hunters that are allowed out, you know, in a given year. And there's a statewide cap of 40 bears. But, you know, in the last two years that the hunt's been going on, that's averaged to 10 that have actually been hunted each year. Are bears common in Missouri? By the best estimates, there's around 900, maybe just under 900. Um, but the Department of Conservation says that's supposed to double in the next 10 years. And, you know, for some historical context, uh, you know, 100 years ago, bears had been pretty much almost totally wiped out of Missouri and with only a few maybe kind of in really remote mountainous areas. But um, bears now in Missouri are mostly descended from bears that were reintroduced in the 50s and 60s by the Arkansas Fish and Game Commission. They actually went and, and captured bears in, in uh, Minnesota and in Canada, and they you know reintroduced them into the, into the wild. And then a lot of those wandered across the state line um, into Missouri. So that's really mostly where they come from. So that's just really, you know, a big uh, success story of conservation. Nowadays, most bears live in the Ozark region south of I-44. Um, but they've been seen in in more than nine out of 10 counties, you know, in, really in every part of the state. That being said, I think it's kind of important to, to reiterate that the bears aren't endangered or threatened as a species. Um, you know, because they have a really huge range. They go really deep into Canada and deep into Mexico and, uh, and there's, you know, thousands and thousands of them. But in Missouri, there's, you know, looking at the the big picture, they're still kind of getting reestablished, really. So how does bear hunting differ from hunting other types of wild game? So uh, the way they do it here in Missouri, bear hunting is a lot more labor intensive than other kinds of hunting. Um, bears are a lot less dense on the land, so hunters will have to kind of track them pretty carefully. They have to do a lot of scouting, and then when they're out hunting kind of stalking bears based on their their tracks and other signs. Uh, deer, they're just a lot more out there and they follow established trails. So you can kind of stake out deer from a tree stand, which people do hunt bear from tree stands in other parts of the country, but the people I've talked to here don't seem to do that. Um, so one hunter I talked to named Alex Abramovitz, he's from outside of Joplin and he uh, has been hunting in uh, Mark Twain National Forest. So he was telling me he spent, you know, days, you know, hours for, for days um, scouting and trying to find, you know, where the bear were in the areas he was going to be, be hunting. Having one bear per square mile is a high bear density. So finding where they're spending their time really takes a lot of work. You got to cover, cover ground, find what they're feeding on. I think that's another reason the cap has never been reached is that it's just a lot more hit or miss to get bears. The the permits for bear hunting are issued by a lottery. That's another big difference from other states. Uh, it costs 10 bucks to apply and another 25 if you're drawn. But only 400 permits are given out, uh, you know, across the state uh, from an applicant pool of, you know, 5,500 or more. So it's a relatively slim chance. Um, but the handful of hunters I've talked to about it all seem happy with what they consider a real windfall. And the attitude seems like they'll take it and don't want to kill the golden goose. What is different about this year's season? Um, so the rules and regulations haven't changed since the hunt started, and uh, about the same number of hunters applied, too. Um, so that's all the same. I'd say the biggest difference is probably going to be the environmental conditions out in the woods. Uh, acorns and, and tree nuts are a really important staple food for bears, and 
you know, they have a lot of fat and a lot of protein, and that helps them fatten up for hibernation. Um, in years like last year, when there are a lot of acorns uh, and there's a lot of food in the woods, bears can kind of stay put and eat, and uh, they might be less likely to come across people. Uh, I talked to a, a biologist from the Department of Conservation named Nate Bowersock, and he told me that because uh, there's been a drought this year, there aren't as many acorns. And that might mean that bears will have to be moving around and that will kind of expose them to more contact with people. And that, you know, of course, includes hunters. So the bears will have to move more often to find the foods they need. But um, so I, I, I would be surprised if we didn't see more animals harvest this year um, compared to last. He also said the weather is a really you know, important factor that plays into how many bears get taken and that uh, last year there were some big thunderstorms a few of the days during the season and that uh, kept a lot of hunters out of the field. And maybe that's one of the things that kept the bear harvest, you know, down to eight from 12. Again, it's a small sample size, but he seems to think so. Um, so, you know, assuming there's good weather this year, like he said, more bears might be shot. But again, uh, you know, that's relative to eight bears. You know, as the hunt continues, you know, I think more trends will emerge. Has there been any criticism of bear hunting in Missouri? Uh, there has been some pushback, um, for sure. I talked to somebody from the U.S. Humane Society in Missouri um, named Cody Atkinson, and he said basically that they prefer people stick to hunting deer and, and other game and hunt bear only as a last resort for safety. Because, you know, they, they are intelligent and they are really important to the ecosystem. Um, but even that position seems to me more open to compromise in that they aren't coming out with a, a broadside against hunting in general, the way uh, some other groups in, in other places might. I should also note that the Humane Society does dispute some of the, the figures put out by the Department of Conservation, uh, importantly, the, the population growth numbers. So they do still have some concerns about the population as a whole being harmed. And, you know, of course, the issue of, of cruelty to individual animals is a whole nother story. It was also really striking to me the way that hunters were really open to talking. Um, I've reported on bear hunting in New Jersey, and you know, anecdotally, I saw a lot of hostility and, and distrust and it took me a long time to get any access. So, uh, you know, I think I described that to maybe just the way that hunting in general is so accepted and a settled issue here. Um, I talked to a, a hunter named Tyler Rasmussen, and he said that, you know, it's just normal. And maybe there's less fear of, of blowback. I think here in the Midwest, you know, hunting is such a prevalent and traditional. Yeah, I think part of that might just be also that we're two years out from the start of the hunt. And maybe some of the controversy has just dissipated a little bit in that time. That was KCUR's George Russell. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujiadeen. This podcast is produced by Trevor Grandin and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. You can read George's story about Missouri's bear season at kcur.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.